You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimal of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Yes, episode 150, yeah. my friend. So what you guys missed is I have no content, so Hans is leading this episode. So I'm going to leave you guys in good hands, and uh, I, I'll check with... I'll, what what happened? Is this 150? Yeah. Is this, wow, the total non-celebration 150. Yeah. I, it's, that's cool. That's, I'm having a glass of wine. Maybe I should go have, go have like a little piece of dark chocolate with it. 150. Yeah. Celebration. I, you know, um, I've been watching a lot of the Great British Baking Contest. All right, now I don't know what that is, but I now know you're the second person in 25 minutes to try and bring that into my life. So you're gonna have to explain what this is. All right, so it's a show. I love game shows, and I'll I'll bring that up later because that that's a follow up to uh, some sad news. But oh yeah, yeah, um, the Great British. I think it's called the Great Great British Baking Show or the Great British Bake Off or whatever. But you get a bunch of doughy. Very normal, very affable, told, you know, the type of guy who would stop and help you change your tire. People from England. You put them under a tent in the middle of a field with some guy who looks like Guy Fieri if he was British and had a little bit of fashion sense. And this Excellent. Really good. And this legitimate 100-year-old woman named Mary Berry. And <laughs> the best part of the show is that with zero understanding realization whatever they say things like oh i'm going to uh put the cream in the slot and hopefully it stays there oh fuck things like that which i love is that the entire draw of the show for everybody or is that just your special That's just brand my of, special uh, okay, spin gotcha. i'm sure nobody even i'm sure most of the people we know have totally surpassed those those childish jokes but of for, course for me course. but the 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 real drama the real thing is that it's a bunch of adults, and then there's a 17-year-old girl named Martha. And I think they put her in just to tantalize. What? To perhaps you would uh, enjoy a forbidden fruit pie. Well, that I kind guess of thing. we're talking about Britain. I mean, they have, what is it, fucking like page two girl or some shit mm-hmm. in the like, newspaper. So, yeah, I guess it's possible. And Martha is, is great. She cries a lot, as, as, as 17-year-old girls want to do. Oh, the, how, how erotic. It's <laughs> very, I mean, I, and I just have to say, I mean, uh, Young Box is the one who turned me on to Great British Bake Off, but uh, Martha is really just singing, you know, really, really singing to me. Martha from <laughs> the Great British Baking Game. Uh, she's this so. Is a, she, this is a trouble I have, and I have it when, 
like we'll watch one of those like fucking Anthony Bourdain or like it's a, like a, a Food Network like horror show. We're going we're going to fucking Cliffs Cliffs, you know, one of those spots. <laughs> I love Cliffs Cliffs. When when they show British people eating British food, I feel like I'm watching a movie about the Holocaust. It's awful. <laughs> it's so bad. No, it's, it's like don't eat that. Like deep fried Mars bars. Don't eat that. What's wrong with you? Deep fried Scotch egg. Don't eat that. It's really upsetting to me. And for some reason, it's just like England and Scotland and Ireland. Like I don't have the, I don't have this visceral reaction with I don't think any other place. Maybe the South. Uh, but yeah, it's. I think I'd have trouble with this one. I, it is um, well, it is alarming because it is an old British woman doing all the eating. She's like the the sponge has was very I'm very cross with the way the sponge turned out and it's it's off and they use things like um oh I don't know they use the term like uh fuck what's the name of it what's the term they use for like the yeast is uh like well set or something like that it's really it's bloody uh, good something like that it's bloody it's well well ill or something. It's bloody good. This. It's bloody good. This. I have no. I have nothing. She says something like, "Well, I have nothing bad to say about this." Like that's her compliment. Wow. Martha's cool. name is Martha Collison, and she's a, a fucking. She's grown up. She's all grown the up. The sound of a thousand nerds googling. She's uh, she's all about breast cancer awareness. This is her voice. Listen to her voice. Oh my god. Hi excited to finally be able to share with you that I've written a new cookbook which is coming out in okay. July. It's called Crave. I've been working on it for the Crave. last year and I'm so excited to be able also to Also happens to be the strip club. 100 pages and had a deep fried bread. I have a, a recipe for deep fried bread. <laughs> it's very good if you take your pudding and you just deep fry it. This for the, cool. deep, the deep fryer was off. The best part of it, though, was these two old British bitches, right? The two old women. I don't know why the deep fryer was off. It's so funny. The deep fryer is off. These two old, the best part, like, it gets so contentious, right? They had this one dude named Ian, and he looks like he works at a co-op. Tall, bearded, has Excellent. weird ideas. They also had a video game nerd Fuck. guy who was like, oh, yeah, like, I rather like... I really like, uh, they shoot him in like a Chipotle, like cake. And the old lady was just very confused. <laughs> really bad. But the, uh, the, the, the guy, Ian, the co-op guy, he, uh, the two, he was supposed to make a baked Alaska, which is f- like ice cream and cake and whatever. So he put it in the freezer and they are two old crusty fucking probably born in a bomb shelter bitches <laughs> fucking took his shit out and it melted. Oh damn! On purpose, wow. right? Ooh. So he been fucking. He didn't even curse. He's like, "Who would take ice cream out?" And then he threw his shit in the fucking garbage, and he left. But then, oh, wow! So did, would they win by default? No, no, because it was everybody has to present their cake, and then the old ah. woman eats it. But then he Jesus. had. A, but he brought up his garbage can, and he's like, "Well, I threw it away." And he he Do was classy. People though. not know the rules here. What is happening? No. Like it? Or are there no rules? It's just like I'm going to eat this instead of present it. Yeah, no, it's 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 very loose. I heard Churchill give the commencement speech. <laughs> what more do I need from this baked Alaska? 
I have no idea what accent I'm doing right now. I am all over the fucking I love globe. It. I love with when that one. you do accents. That's probably my yeah. favorite part of the whole show. Um, <laughs> but no, it's uh, it was very uh, contentious, and she's like, "Well, we could have tried your cake anyway," and I'm very disappointed, and you fucked up, and uh, thus paving the way for hot, sultry, and sensuous Martha Collison. I'm terrified to Google this woman. Oh, she's so fucking hot. Like, think about Corey Everson on, like, doing a workout show. And also, think about Bo Derek in 10. Think about, like, Aubrey Plaza season two. Jesus. Think about, okay. like, F, you know, just... <laughs> You see her? No, I, I I should probably explain to uh, to the listeners. I have a new uh, phones off policy around oh, my recording of right. so it's making oh. buzzing, so I can't even Google this shit. I'm I'm I am like a cave person that you were podcasting with. Oh my god! I should turn the screen of the the iMac off. And just be, <clears throat> actually have nothing to look at except for the microphone. Well, when you heard her, I mean, let me just ask you a question. When you heard her voice, what did it did it um? get uh did it get anything happening for you it made me think of the old woman who has to carry the bags up the stairs in european vacation um <laughs> that might be too deep of a reference no. but you know somebody out there gets look, it look look andrew imagine you come home from a long day at work and you just you're waiting to get it happening Hi everyone, I am so excited to finally be able to share with you that I've written a new cookbook which is coming out in July. It's called Crave. I've been working on it for the last year and I'm so excited to be able to I'm so, I mean, Crave, right? Like, can you think crave. of a sexier title for a book? Crave. Like, she, after all the paparazzi is left and her agent is distracted, you there she is from across the room, your moment mm -hmm. to strike. Baking a biscuit. You're like Martha Collison. And you're like, oh, cool. But then you open the oven. It's not a biscuit. It's a cookie. It's not the same thing. It's a human head. It's a human head. She's <laughs> baking a human head, but it's, it's made out of uh, uh, phyllo dough. <laughs> they do all that shit. Phyllo oh, dough. Jesus. That's great. So, uh, you know. Is it phyllo or phyllo? I think it's. I'm a real. I'm, I'm ass ignorant in this episode. I like this. This is good. This is like. This is, this is full on America here. I think it's phyllo. I'm having a real hard I don't time. No shit about my, shit. I, fucking sounds foreign I to me. I don't know shit about it. Look, uh, fucking major, major blow uh, struck today. Fucking uh, Obamacare for another year, dude. Yeah, I saw that. It's fucking bullshit. I, found I love, I love that straight up, like we have to call this what it is. These dudes <laughs> tripped on their own dick, like in, in every possible, just stood in their own flashlight. Yeah. It's just so like, there's, there's no other way around it. And then everyone's running around crying victory, like, yeah, we did it. We did it. it. Did you do it? I don't think you did. But it's like the least professional looking fail. It's like a bad yeah. boardroom Friday afternoon, blew a project, <laughs> bad, like, like PowerPoint won't work. Like bad, bad presentation. Like that. That. But that. Uh, this is on like a national level. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Wild. It's like everyone knew the office was closed on Monday, so they just fucking flubbed it yeah. for the last four hours, like and a, now hoping they'll never forget. Well, it like meant a lot to my agency because our funding would have been cut and everything. So we were watching. Oh, is that right? Yeah, because right. the Medicare would have went to a voucher program, and that we get the state decides how much money we get, which is uh, 
how much federal and state money we get, which is terrible. And um, so we're watching it, blah, blah, blah. But Paul Ryan went over to uh, the White House to be like, yo, we don't have the phones. <laughs> so Donald Trump just was like, took his toys and went home and said, nobody's voting. <laughs> Fuck it. Forget it even happened. And then Paul Ryan had to be like, well, we're over it. We're just going to move on to new stuff like... You know, trying to fucking squash immigrants, even under actual truck tires. Stuff That's like sick. that. It was pretty cool. No, I had a great day. I had a great day. I ate, three, I ate pizza today. Cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. Big day. Big day. Speaking of big days, um, <clears throat> we're, uh, we're done with South by Southwest. I know. That's, that's over. Uh, we it's, talked to our friend sad, last over. week. Uh, I kind of want to talk to him again, but I'm. You advise me to not let dial it back. Yeah, dial, dial, dial it back. Because I think if I call him again and the cooler heads prevailed, I think I could get somewhere with him. Like the the first like eight hours or so after that podcast went up, I kept like checking my phone, <laughs> waiting for the weird number. You know, <laughs> just like please oh, take sure. that down. No, that, that's coming down right now. Um, no, you know, why, don't you, why don't you dial it back just a little bit? I just said we're from the label. Good, I didn't say which one, you know. <laughs> but I, I, uh, I, uh, my next one, I think I'm gonna call him and tell him I'm from Takamini Guitars. <laughs> and I've got a we're trying to get back into the rock game, so we've got a special deal for him. <sighs> if he wants okay. to go to like uh, maybe Coachella, maybe we could break some bread. I, I love. <laughs> You've had a breaking bread. I love we'll that term. Bread. I love that term because I remember one time a salesman taught, and like three jobs ago, a salesman called me. He's like, "Yeah, I'll take you guys down to the ninety nine on Wolf Road. We'll break some bread." And I never forgot oh, that. You gonna take me to the ninety nine? They have some fucking awesome pasta. I'm not gonna. Did lie. we ever talk about the time that Sean Duty Sean Duty lived in a punk house? And he had to kick the traveling punk out of his house. Yes. Like, there was some fucking, some scuzzball that, like, his roommates were like, yeah, you can sleep on the couch. And then the day Sean Duty's home alone is like, are you out? Like, <laughs> fucking throws this dude out. And he, the guy stands on the street corner, screaming into the house at Sean Duty, let's do battle. Let's do battle. And then when th Sean Duty threatened to call the cops, he told the whole neighborhood that Sean Duty was a cop caller. Oh, that's right. He was walking up and down the street yelling cop caller. Yes. Nice. I didn't. Uh, I love when you say let's break bread. The first thing I hear in my mind is let's do battle. Let's do battle. Hey, you got to go down to 99 and do battle. Whoever <laughs> wins gets this contract. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Luckily, I keep an extra steak knife fucking wrapped up in the cuff of my jeans, so we're good to go. <laughs> and the I got a leg up. And the gigantic, super tall stovepipe stove <laughs> fucking cuff on my super... What you got there, bud? What you got there, pal? It's a nothing, really, nothing those are at all. really high cuffs on those jeans. Whoa. Yeah, it's, it's a Japanese thing. It's, uh, you know, I'm trying to bring it over here. It's, you know, it's a, I'm just trying something new, you know. I like <laughs> just making it work. I would like when John Duty would come by and try something new, like something yeah. new fashion wise. We'd always blow him up on it. Such you know, it's yeah, it's true. It's fine, <laughs> <Do you remember? laughs> Sean Duty, when he bought, <laughs> we're in Germany, and he goes to like a fucking army navy store, and he buys a, like a flak jacket 
that has a German flag on the sleeve. Yeah. And then we spent the next nine hours terrorizing me like, Sean Duty, you don't understand. Here, that's like wearing an American flag to like a show. People beat you up for that. That's like, that's <laughs> that's not cool. And he, oh, I have yeah. no idea. Maybe it's true. I don't know. But like, we just fucking poked him so hard on it. I think I think he didn't wear it for the entire tour. Am I wrong no, in that? He, or like, uh, he, he would break it out he, really subtly. It was so best, strange. This is what happened. And I remember this like it was yesterday, which is uh, <laughs> not usually what happens. So it was, he, but we went out and we all woke up uncharacteristically early because of the time difference. And we went out, we went to the Army Navy store. He bought that. Then we're like, oh God, you don't want to be called nationalist, dude. You might as well wear a fucking <laughs> Nazi flag on your arm. <laughs> Shit like that. And then we fucking plugged him for so hard for the rest of the day that he kept the, he didn't wear the coat that he bought because it was cold out. He refused to wear. So he froze his ass off all day while we walked around some town. <laughs> That looked like every house looked like a gingerbread house. And then he wouldn't wear it. And then he made a big point of asking everyone if they had like a pack, a pen knife. He kept saying, oh, yeah, so he could tear the fucking flag off his jacket. And then when he tore the flag off, I'm like, will you stop, idiot? What's wrong with you? Then when he tore the flag off, you know what I said? I was like, wow, people are going to be fucking pissed at you. They're going to think you hate Germany. (laughs) You pulled that flag off. (laughs) I would love to pull the switcheroo on him, man. Like, well, what, well, what, which one do you want? And it's like all about what I want, which is so weird. And I didn't realize, like, <laughs> which I knew now what I knew, what I knew then what I know now. And I, I had such a weird bully, abusive bully dynamic with him that I probably never would have done any of that stuff. But it's okay. You know what's fucking weird is that initial trip, that uh, that first Germany trip that we uh, we took was uh, was 10 years ago. God damn. Because I got my most current passport for that, and that expires next month. Wow. You're right. Mine, too. I think we got ours. Totally the same fucking week. crazy. I have to get it. Yeah, we do. We, do. we were both like, fuck, do we have to pay for expedited shipping? We're, for, yeah. we're both so fucking stupid, we can't do anything on time, and now no. we got to fucking deal with this. Oh, my God. That was so great. Yeah. I miss it. I miss Ten it. Years. Wow. Ten years. Wow. Wild ass. Wild ass time. Ten years ago. And we were so happy for food. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. like, wow, this place has the, the, the best food. <laughs> That's great. We're just going to eat bread and Nutella every single morning for breakfast and wonder why we feel like garbage at two in the afternoon. Absolutely. Why we're getting into a fucking, like, a screaming match over who fucking, who was sitting in the passenger seat yesterday. It's fucking, uh, it's awesome. <laughs> I just, so n- neither of us we were both in the back no, it was just like a third person we were just in an argument about who happened to be there no uh yeah well <laughs> 10 years wild i have some good news though i uh, just looked up best ferns facebook oh shit how they doing uh, they had looked like they had such a good especially them playing looked like they had a really good time that's great and uh i'm really glad that they kind of circumvented all that immigration uh mumbo jumbo they accepted them for who they are. Are they happily back in uh, in Canada? I think they are. I think they made it back. I wish I had their number. Because little do they yeah, know. You got to get that. got to get that. I should. I mean, they have 300 followers. I think I could just say, hey, yeah, I'm from, uh, say, who, from, who A- has from A&M fucking... Records. We, <laughs> we, caught your, we caught your set in the back of a taco shop. While, and when I say the back of a taco shop, I mean in the kitchen where pe- there are people working. Um <laughs> <laughs> I guess literally every place turns into a venue during South by Southwest, which is uh, uh, intriguing slash annoying because I I would I'd rather just eat 
and call it a loss than set up. Yeah, set I, I would up have to leave for a week. <laughs> We're gonna need you to set up in the the mop room of this pizza parlor. Mm. It's gonna be oh, it's exposure. It's gonna be so sick now because uh, yeah, Jordy from uh, from uh, Chicken Chicken Burger Records is gonna be there, and oh, that's great. Where are you guys playing? Oh, it's the crawl space underneath the Whataburger. It's <laughs> it's astounding. It's really cool. There's like there's uh, there's string lights. You know, I would really I pretty. would just rent a parking lot and be like big venue. You know, rent a whole parking lot. Be like, this is the venue. We got a stage going here. You know, where there's going to be a lot of uh, big time, high caliber music people. It's going to be a lot of fun, but it's going to be a lot of work, too. It's gonna be, well, you know, that's the balance, man. It's like, it's a lot of fun, but it's a lot of work. I wish I, I, wish I could be interviewed by AV Club, because that's what I would say. Things like that. <laughs> I would never do a serious interview. It's a lot of fun out there, but it's a lot of, you know, at the end of the day, it's a lot of work. I actually can't believe that you haven't been interviewed by AV Club yet. I feel like they, they'll they interview straight up like anyone that's playing music. I, I, it seems like it, it's, what's, you got a, you got a bad publicist. I have no on. publicist. I, I think if I did, they're, considering, they're my, bad. Uh, considering my uh, pedigree. <laughs> I could uh, definitely. I just have to give fucking a stranger twelve hundred dollars, and I can be in all kinds of magazines. Yeah, I guess that's that's pretty much the way it goes. I actually have a friend who uh, who did that. They uh, had uh, had a band that had like I don't even say reasonable success. They just they threw a lot of money into a record, and uh, always worthwhile. And, and so then it was like, and I <laughs> I happened to record it, so I think so too. Oh, good. Um, but and then they uh, yeah they they took money and threw it at a publicist that was also like a friend oh no and got fully fully listen trigger warning fully ass raped <laughs> like it's fucking <laughs> like like taken out to the yard <laughs> it was like really bad <laughs> and the worst part is the person's like a friend so you can't be like cool work harder for me <laughs> like, i think it doesn't happen it i was think like, I, w- I think i would as a friend i would say what we gave you like i mean as because you're our friend we gave you more money and you're doing nothing i want you to imagine somebody all right so picture somebody that you would in your life right now it doesn't have to be a specific person but just somebody in your life that you'd feel comfortable going out with on a friday night Okay, I have somebody in my mind. Yeah. Now imagine giving that person twelve hundred dollars perform it like in a, 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 a subjective service. Get the fuck out of here! Are you serious? <laughs> like I don't trust that person with my house keys. <laughs> fuck you! I'd rather give a stranger money. Seriously, right. yeah, I'd rather I'd rather use an app to have somebody to let themselves into my house by climbing up the balcony to feed my cat than let this person into my house with the keys. Like no, no way. <laughs> That's a long climb, and your cat isn't. Yes. Yeah. That's true. My cat's nice to everybody but you. I don't know what it is. I feel very torn about that. Like, tore up. Yeah. I mean, not even torn, just like tore up, you know? She just doesn't feel you. You know, not everyone's going to feel you in this world. Almost everybody does. I have very few enemies. Not even any. Public service announcement. Not everyone's going to feel you in this life. No, you don't. You got got the one enemy who used to walk dogs for. I love that. I fucking, I would bend him over my knee sideways. My uncle Russell told me the one great piece of advice he told me. Not everyone's going to pay attention to you. You're not always going to get your attention. And told me that when I was like seven. Because I was like like sad because there was a new cousin on the scene. 
Just say fuck you and spill a bowl of M&Ms on his lap. Yeah, I put out his cigar on his fucking forehead. Wow, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Very adult of you. Yeah. I knocked over the cheese curls. <laughs> I kicked over the half the fucking gigantic garbage can full of ice and Budweiser's. So wow, that, that was damn. Yeah. No, I just didn't know what he was talking about, and then somehow I had a memory flash, and I remembered that he said that. You don't always get I had your a attention. memory flash last night, too. I, totally, like, of no consequence at all. I remember being, I don't know, I was probably, we were still living in, like, Bethpage, so I was, like... <coughs> Nine? Not even, probably, like, seven or eight or some shit, and getting in trouble for something or another, and being sent to my room, and then... <laughs> <laughs> watching an entire episode of the tv show werewolf through the crack in my door <laughs> like what was wrong with me like i don't understand it's like just sitting there with my eye to the crack of the door watching an episode of werewolf yeah, yeah read a book i used, read to, a fucking no, book. I used to do that too i would sneak i would sneak around and what we did I, I would do where it's so similar this is great i would sneak behind the dining room table in total darkness and I'd watch the show Mike Hammer. Real good. My dad, yeah, it was Stacey Keach. And my dad would be watching it. But he'd always get up to go get a snack and I'd have to hide. And one time he caught me. <laughs> and he's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I was like, Hiding. I was like, oh, I, I'm looking for something I left over here. <laughs> or something. I don't know. Some kid. Obvious kid. <laughs> I left lie. something over here between the table and the wall. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, I got to get back to bed. <laughs> awesome jesus it was really that really... reminds me do you remember the short-lived show sledgehammer oh yeah yeah it was pretty good it's not bad we're teaching everybody all this shit speaking of old i guess shows. yeah i was gonna say because we're talking about old tv shows just launch right into well, it. well my favorite uh television program of all time actually i i can't say that my favorite game show of all time because i love game shows i love tic-tac-doe i love the wizard of odds <laughs> I love cool. I love fucking what's my line? I love Jeopardy. I love any Alex Trebek vehicle because he's so funny and so sassy and and some of the 80s ones he's definitely drunk. But my favorite game show of all time is The Gong Show. Yeah. Um feature it was just the fucking greatest thing on earth. And please take time to go on YouTube because most of the clips are on YouTube. Just type in. There's got to be full episodes kicking yeah. around somewhere. Like it, it's really worth watching. It's really good. It's so funny and so good and so random and and it's my favorite form of comedy. It's so fucking good. And I know people who are born in like 1993 who are listening right now. That's fine. But just go on the internet and look for 1993. I'm quite certain we have listeners who were not alive during 9/11. Yeah, that's probably quite that's certain. probably true too. Okay, so everybody who was, you know, uh, alive, like people who were born in 1993, are worrying about their mortgage right now. Like, <laughs> it's fucked up. No way. No. Uh, okay, so anybody who doesn't know what the Gong Show is, we didn't steer you wrong with under arrest. All right, mass appe- sure. under arrest has experienced mass appeal because of us. Now it's time to go look at the Gong Show. Uh, I wouldn't steer you wrong. It is the world's funniest. Most interesting, most intentionally stupid game show I've ever seen in my life. And its originator, genius, Chuck Barris, who 
not only was a game show host and producer, but a on the side CIA hitman who yep. killed 32 people. Yep. Great story. <laughs> and he died like two days ago. I actually had no idea he was still alive. Yeah. So that, that was uh, shocking, then sad to see. That fucker had the balls to die before I could meet him. I knew he lived in Palisades, New York, which is like. Oh, no shit. Yeah, it's like third. It's like half an hour from you, about two hours from me. I was gonna try and meet him, and uh, well, he's eighty-seven years old, so that didn't quite work out. He uh, was clearly in a hospice because <laughs> when you die, when you're that old and you're like successful, and then you just happen to die in your hometown, it's like pretty clear you're in like some fucking hospice, like so you don't have to like fly your body across the country, you know. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, you know, it's, it's yeah, it's some like older Jamaican woman is taking care of you during the day. Oh, Mr. Batty, you're so funny. Oh, Mr. Batty, I used to do a lot of things. <laughs> like they remind you that you used to do a lot of things. You know, oh, Mr. Batty, you used to do so much. Like that's a nice thing to say. I, <laughs> you know, like oh thanks, I'm fucking like I've lost my mind. Because I'm fucking super old and I can't walk, but I used to do a lot of things. Thank you for my. I used to. Once upon a time, used to do a lot of things. Yeah, I now used, I piss the bed. Yeah, but I, I used, used to, to fucking turn down ugly women like you. Get out of my room. But now, but now here we are. Oh, Mister Batty, I can't use my legs. Oh, Mister Batty, you're so crazy. Uh, it's just uh, like, the the last days of Casey Kasem. Just <laughs> it's so dark. <laughs> well, the so fight. sad. Well, the fight when the, uh, the the Mrs. Kasem threw human shit at her fucking estranged daughter-in-law. Oh my god! My just lord, laying there, unable to move, watching the world like dissolve into like brightness, and hearing your family screaming over what to do with your corpse in the next room. Like fuck, god damn! I love that because Casey Kasem used to be like the man. Yep. For doing nothing, for reading, reading yeah, that silky ass voice. But though. it's not like he, like he's like, oh, you know, I think Duran Duran should be number one. Like he didn't have any influence over the, the charts or anything like that. It's he true. wasn't like a music mogul. He just read copy, but he read copy better than most. He's like, this dedication goes out to Timmy, whose dog just died. Quarter flash, harden my heart. <laughs> And they play a quarter flash hard in my. They play like fifty, like, like a minute of quarter flash hard in my heart, and that's it. Man, man, you all, you young people, totally missed out on a lot of good culture before the internet. Luckily, you can go back and experience all of it. You should be one of those people that just uh, rejects the culture and the time they were born in, and just go back and live as though you lived in the nineteen seventies. You really should. You should be like that guy that I saw. At Chipotle, who set the table with his girlfriend? Whoa, what? Yeah, not too long this ago. This is fucking, you should have called the police on this person. I, it created, okay, imagine it's like a full Chipotle. Well, it's not full, but it's, college is a session, there's about 30 people there, it's 4.30 in the afternoon, I'm on my way home, I'm gonna catch a burrito real quick, because I haven't eaten since uh, 7.30 that morning. Hungry, right? I'm going to get a burrito bowl. Go in there, and there's a guy, like a m'lady, you know, like, hello, m'lady, like that kind of guy dressed up, like, with a mustache. No, no fedora, but dressed up with, like, the mustache and being a total Jesus. gentleman. And they're eating at Chipotle, which is, like, not, you know, that's where you take, like, that's where you go on, like, your, like, 28th date. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, when it's not, you're not actually dating, like, 
You're like, we're not, you're like, just don't even want to look at each other anymore. Yeah, you're like, okay, we'll just get Chipotle. I don't want to argue. Of course, you don't know where you want to go. Oh, don't just get me. <laughs> like, oh, of course. Like, why do I, like, why do I, of course you don't. Okay. Did um, you decide yet? Just back and yeah, forth. Yeah, wherever for you want. Okay. Everyone's so hungry. They're just fighting over anything. Well, what do you just pick a place? Just any, I mean, what? Any, Mr. B's best. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> Mr. B's best. <laughs> where did that come then from? You Dude. All right, well, I want to go to Mr. B's best, and immediately they go, I don't want that. <laughs> you know what Mr. Fuck! Mr. B's best is? I have no idea what's what a, that is. What's a sub shop in Glens Falls? <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking spit it out for no reason. Wow, it's just straight up muscle memory. That's, I was like, oh, Mr. B's best. And then I was like, wow. What? And then we'll go to bar food afterwards. Oh, fuck yeah, we'll go to bar food. We'll kick a couple fucking dollar Labatt Blues back. Like you get the you get the bottle and it's warm and you're like F- I'm gonna Ugh. fucking have the shit soon definitely yeah that was the Pele Royale special the fucking half <laughs> bottle of Rolling Rock at room temperature like, cool two dollars oh Thank everybody's you. fucking partying and then like around two o'clock people they've run through most of their beer so they're just bringing it up from the basement and putting it out on the bar and oh, it's like oh man, thanks for free the- skunked <laughs> like thanks for the warm Heineken I'm dead. Thank you. It's time to die. I'm going to fucking hork. Oh, great story. We missed out on so much. Okay. Excellent. Uh, We missed out on a lot. We haven't done this in a couple weeks. I've been, we've been both been professionally. We've both been flat out. Very busy. Um, And uh, we'll talk about that in a second. I got, I got, I got, I got things brewing, but go for it. Okay. Well, I, speaking of brewing. So I was at the fuse box uh, last weekend, right? Chilling, you know, and uh, I fucking got talking with Justin Kiss and I pounded four Lagunitas, right? Sorry, I just made a really awful microphone noise. It's on me. No, I didn't even hear it. I'm sure everybody else heard it, but I didn't hear it, pal. I'm right there. I'm right behind you. Pounded four Lagunitas and I'm like, whoa, I better slow down. So I started drinking PBR on top of it. Okay. That's not how slowing down works, but good yeah, job. Completely disgusting, and I get nauseous. Halfway through the the lukewarm PBR, I get nauseous as fuck, right? So I'm like, all right, I'm going to... Young Box is talking, and we're all talking, and then I'm like, I just make... I don't... I do the thing where I just make a beeline for the bathroom and don't say anything to anybody, because I'm about Perfect. to hork. I fucking elbow my way through all the leather fucking leather jackets and the fuck the fucking cosplay convention and fucking <laughs> make it to the bathroom. There's two people in the bathroom. Uh, they leave as I'm going in. So I'm like, fuck sick. Excellent. Awesome. I have an empty bathroom. Oh. I don't even think a men's room with the fuse box. If that room could talk, oh, my mind room could talk. It'd be a lot of fucking, <laughs> a lot of me beaten off by myself stories. Wow. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, whatever. And I, so I just, I don't think, I don't think, I just do. And I lean forward and I barf. Ah, Very good. As I'm barfing, two people walk in and another two people walk in. <laughs> now, there's a condition in Albany where people don't get the hint. So there'll be, <laughs> so there'll yes, be, correct. There'll, so there'll be one man pissing and there'll be three men waiting behind him in the same room, in the same bathroom to piss. Not... No privacy at all. And I'm barfing. Like, like everything I had, a bunch of fucking Indian food before that, it's all coming up. So I look up. That's awful. And a dude who looks like Tony Alva from 1981 (laughs) is like, 
Hey, why don't I close the door for you, man? Hey, thanks, man. I said, whatever, dude. Thanks, good Samaritan. <laughs> I said, whatever, dude. And um, <laughs> and then I fucking finally get out. And it was, I, I like, I am like, I have to make a positive spin on this and I have to make this into something good for myself. So I'm like fucking get a few fucking handfuls of water, throw it in my face. And the dude's like, you okay, man? I look and I t- turned around, turned really slowly toward him. And I looked at him and I said, detoxing. <laughs> and I walked out. It was awesome. Oh, that's really good. Yes. Withdrawals from heroin. The poppy. <laughs> Detox. And I said it real slow. I was like, detoxing. And my eyes were all watery and I looked all crazy from puking so much. Well done. You probably really jarred him. Or maybe not. Maybe, uh, maybe just, people. Just like, oh, that's cool. Maybe, maybe that there's once. a fucking cadre of dudes who skate 10 feet and then pick their boards up uh, once an hour who um, think I'm their heroin connection now. It's great. Do they still have the thing? Because I know they used to have it. There was, there was a spot in Albany Med where you would like, if you drank too much, they'd bring you in, basically just put you to bed, <laughs> wake you up in the morning, give you breakfast, <laughs> make you go back to sleep for an hour, and then like wash your clothes, and then like, okay, cool, see you later, and like set you on your way around noon. Is that still a thing? Because I I knew. More than one person in like my teens and twenties, you who would straight up just drink to the point where they would be admitted there because they had nothing better to do and no like better place to go. I think is that still a thing. I think there? it is still a thing. I think the homeless, the hack van, the homeless outreach van picks them up and brings them to the hospital. Yes, the fucking homeless. Yes, yes. goddamn, that's van. still happening. Yeah. Hack van. Holy shit. The hack, they have a brand and a new hack van, and somebody t-boned it. So then they went back to the old hack van. It's really oh, sad. That's, that's they got sad. a big, Hopefully big was... loan for their new hack van. That's how sad Albany is. They had to get like a crowdfunding thing for the new hack van. They finally got it, and somebody t-boned it with people inside. <laughs> so not only are you homeless and drunk, but you just gotten a fucking terrible accident. You were just in a roller. Like I was fine laying, fucking laying on the fucking ground with no the empty cans around me. That was good. I had the Fryhofer's boxes, a pillow. Yeah. I was set for the night. Everything and then was, you come along and get me into a fucking high impact crash. Yeah, Seventy two degrees out. I'm cool. There's a bunch of empty cans around me. You know, my fuck. I smell like I smell like fucking rotten orange juice, but whatever. And now I'm. I have glass in my head. I mean, thanks, thanks, but no thanks. What is this? Some kind of joke? What is this? Candid camera? I still Does hack get them lawyers though, man? Maybe they can sue this dude. I call that lawyer up. Fucking call one eight hundred law ten ten immediately. Yeah, absolutely. Heavy hitters, do it again. If any bets for a very regional commercial for a, a uh, group hey, of I knew it. A group of lawyers called the heavy hitters, Martin Harding and Mazzotti. I like if you are in Albany and you, I'm you know I, I, this can't be Albany specific. I feel like a lot of places have this, but you're listening to the radio. <laughs> inevitably you hear an ad for so-and-so it's a lawyer who named himself the dwi guy oh my god and then when you have a dwi you call the dwi call guy John. try not having the dwi in the first place give that a shot first and see how that goes i don't know it's weird <laughs> The DWI guy. Oh, he, yeah, he's got the whole Call theme. Yeah, he's got like, D-W-I. it sounds like Christian rock. Oh, it's great. Here it is. I found it. Oh, perfect. 
Your DWI charge is a nightmare. A nightmare that can oh, kill your God. You're a fucking nightmare. And your family. You can lose your license. You can lose your job. You can lose your ability to pay your bills. Relationships can be damaged or destroyed. And you're facing massive increases in auto insurance, a criminal record, and even jail time. This nightmare you're in has life-changing consequences. This guy does not look like somebody I would trust. I'm Tom Anelli, the DWI guy. And oh, rescuing fuck. you from the nightmare is what I do. I've designed a team of attorneys who made entire... This is an entirely Maybe avoidable the nightmare's nightmare. there for a reason. Yeah, maybe this is something you're supposed to go through and learn from. <laughs> rescuing you from this entirely avoidable nightmare is something that I do. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this is a little bit. Do you have his theme song on oh, there? Yeah, I'm trying. I'm looking for the. Uh... Your DWI can kill your ability to provide for yourself and your family. He's slurring you his speech. Your license, your job, Jesus. your ability to pay your bills. Your relationships may be damaged or destroyed. These are your relationships may be damaged or destroyed. increases in your auto insurance, a permanent criminal record, and even jail time. I'm Tom Anelli. The DWI guy. At Anelli Xavier, we've designed a team of attorneys who've made entire careers out of fighting for those charged with DWI and winning. Actual monsters. DWI defense Actual. is all we do. We are certified in field sobriety testing and factory trained on breath testing machines. And oh. the purpose of Anelli Xavier's legal team is to protect you from what to you and even some other attorneys may seem like insurmountable obstacles. But to us, <laughs> these are common speed bumps that we. Oh, I'm not sure that. A uh, person watched calling this number knows what the word insurmountable means. Yeah, no. First of all, you're you're using uh, you're using fucking fifty cent words there. <laughs> but yo, who is your crack team? These people are actual bad people. That's nuts. <laughs> I feel like it's him and like the Cenobites from Hellraiser. Like we're here for your DWI. Oh, great. Okay, DWI. It's cell four. Go ahead. Go. Oh, bring the chatterer down there. That'll be good. Let's <laughs> set the chatterer in there. Let him take a fucking statement. I love. Like, I love it. Monsters, monsters, yes. bad people. We will take your money and try to get you out of this DWI. <laughs> oh, we have a thirty percent chance, so Ugh. you can get you out of jail. Kind of. It'll take twenty-four demons to some, lawyers to others. Lawyers. Hey. <laughs> I think Tom Minnelli. I hate this job. Why did I take this job? Tom Minnelli looks like the type of guy who gets who d- drives drunk and like they're like, "Well, show us your license," and he's like, "No, I know my rights. I don't have to show." Yeah, you this up. fucking dude won't roll the window. Yeah. Down. I don't have to show you anything, the officer. Dude is like, "I my window is rolled down the proper amount." I'm like, you know what? I hate cops, but that would make me want to fucking. I would just take my gun out and shoot his tire. <laughs> like you, were, oh, sorry, I went off. I'd be like, let me, you know, like you're like, where do you work? Can I come? Can I come in and fucking hold your hand so you can't work for an hour? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> just go in and criticize how you're doing the photocopies at your fucking job at fucking UPS store. Yeah, <laughs> UPS store. You're the the passport photo is a little bit too big. You're gonna have to redo this one again. Yep. I know my rights. I, I know my I know my U.S. Uh, passport law. Uh, yeah, the photocopier is running a little hot. You can't use this now. Um, <laughs> God, I, I curse the day I crossed Tom and Ellie. Anyway, you want to go to the Berkshire Mall in fucking Western Massachusetts or what? Oh, please, let's do this. Berkshire Mall has a 23 year history of being a mall that people used to love. I've never been to this one. All of the fucking um, 
reviews are like, what's left? Christy Smith. I used to love her. All right. I awesome. used to love her. And I had to kill her. Um, Christy Smith, who uh, looks, uh, you know, who has a, has a who's picture of her with her, what I assume, boyfriend wearing a Stormtrooper t-shirt. Excellent. Really good. Yes. Kill this person. Get him fucking DWI, DWI him. Get him in jail. She works at Panera Bread, which is great. And yesterday was her work anniversary. So congratulations, Christy. Oh. You worked at Panera a year. Uh, it's 360. Ask her if they have the Monte Cristo chicken or, or got the, fucking, uh, Message her on Facebook and be like, hey, do you guys have that Monte Cristo you guys chicken? Got the, thing? Uh, okay, Can you check on uh, that? You guys got the OK Corral chicken still? Or <laughs> you guys got the uh, the uh, County Monte, uh, you know, you guys got the Ventura Highway chicken still? Uh, you guys do that one still? <laughs> <laughs> you guys see i can't i can do these pranks cold but i just do them just to do them it's like i laugh all the time it's too much you do the uh you still do the uh adirondack northway chicken um <laughs> <laughs> christy smith just like everybody uh, just asking she was probably just standing imagine her just standing in the parking lot asking them all in general what's left no stores are left that i liked I used to love oh. Old Navy when Old Navy was there. No- Damn, this place can't support an Old Navy? That's <laughs> fucked. Holy shit. No gap either. Food court not worth going. Only for Target. That about it. What's keeping this mall open anyway? Frank McDonald I mean, uh, yeah. would like to let everybody know he's lamenting. He has a picture of, um, a picture of his cat. And he's a he's a, a lot of old people. In the, in the past, this was the shopping place to go. Target is the main store, and then nearly empty Sears. All caps. Need more stores. Semicolon. Semicolon. Uh, semicolon. It's weird that nobody had thought of that before. <laughs> Mall. Everyone's sitting around playing fucking like playing Halo, and then somebody walked in like, "Hey, we should put more stores in here." You know all these empty stores that are sitting there that are just like have the fucking security grades down for ten years. They're rusted shut. We can't even open anymore. We should open that and have somebody pay us to be in there, and then we can play more Halo. You dig? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? It's like when I went to the, I went to the last gasp of Latham Circle Mall, and I looked in. At the army recruiting station, and the two dudes working in there were playing <laughs> Call of Duty. That's <laughs> like this is great. I and obviously having Call of Duty there as a insidious recruiting tool for oh, seventeen for sure. year old dudes with nothing going on, and they're like, "Hey, you want to go to sure. Fallujah and fucking kill some ragheads?" <laughs> yeah, you want to you want to do this Call of Duty for real? It's not a problem. Yeah, just fucking low lock and load, dude. All you gotta do is just go to basic, run around for a couple minutes, and you'll have you all set up. Fuck it, let the bodies at the floor, dude. Sign of the line. Let's do this. I should be a recruiter. That'd be really good. You really should. I want to join the let army. The now. Bodies at the floor, dude. To sign the line. All right. Official property, U.S. government. Get the fuck out of my recruiting station. On the double. Suck my dick Man. first. Wow. See how yes. <laughs> no, I got a wild dark. spot. I got a little dark. He's like, I'm not gay. Neither am I. Get on the ground. <laughs> Like I didn't ask. I didn't oh, ask. Shit. Neither, right. neither That's am still I. Happening, huh? All right. One of my favorite gay porns called Demolition Daddy. The dude <laughs> is getting turned on by watching television, watching bodybuilding on television. He's jerking off, and he's like, "God, I need a blowjob." And unfortunately, the paper boy shows up. Right? Oh man, paper boy, whose name is Hans Ebsen in real life, and I tried to add Very him good. on Facebook, but he did not add me back. Um. Uh, is less good. Yeah. And uh, he's young and uh, he's, he's portrayed as a very young paper boy. 
And the guy's like, uh, I need a blowjob. You know, but basically the line was, uh, you know, come in here. I need you to suck my dick. And he's like, wow. I'm not gay. And the guy wasn't, the guy was like, neither am I. Now get down here and suck this daddy dick. I thought that was such a good line. Wow. Because like, neither wow. am I. Whole world there. Whole, whole unexplored it's world so, in gay porn. You know what? You know how the last time we were at your house, hanging out at your house, we, we watched mm-hmm. Lancelot Link. Mm-hmm. And Gabriel didn't oh, yeah. ever hated it. I, I think she still has nightmares about it to be to be straight. So we yeah, can, I think that actually damaged her. <laughs> but it's I wish I hope you watch it in private because it's so good. It is super I good. I urge everybody to watch Lancelot Link's Secret Chimp. It's as good as it sounds, and it's so it's one of see, I think that a lot of uh really like um pop culture stuff, like weird pop culture stuff that uh things like an, that Andrew and I really enjoy are, are gonna start disappearing. Yeah, I'm actually really concerned about that. Like, who is the who is the librarian me. for this shit? Because it can't be me. I can't. I can't do that project. I'll do it. Like, it's it's not going to work. You're going to as, do a, it? as right. an overnight drive project. I am going to. I say now, as an overnight drive project, I am going to catalog all of my strange ephemera that I always watch and never talk about. I'm going to put it all in a centralized thing that everybody can just watch. Damn. And All I'll right. Say, That's a big project. I'm going to say, go to The Thing and watch this. And it's going to be called <clears throat> The Thing. <laughs> and it's going to be... I fully support it's this. It's going to be com, And I'm going to say, go to The Thing and watch this. And you're going to type up Lancelot Link and all that shit's going to be there. It's all going to... It's every type of fucking... Like, fucking Hardee's commercials, fucking Chess King commercials, all shit, all shit like that. Whatever. I'm going to cast doubt on your ability to get thething.com. <laughs> Whatever. I think you might have to rethink this a little bit. Punch it up. Let's see what the thing does. Oh, it's because some. That, I bet it's going to be the fucking, fucking remake movie. of the movie that sucked balls. All right. Well, then I'll call it, you know, something cool. We'll figure it out. We'll fi- I, I like the idea of the thing. We'll make it work. Yeah. I mean, you can have the, the thing.co.nz instead. <laughs> the thing. The thing don't watch. Perfect. There you anyway, go. see Alfred. See Alfred Burke, who was an army guy. So I, you got to believe him. I have a lot of good memories of this place. Now, what good memories could see Alfred Burke have? Yeah, it's like it's a mall. Right? First blowjob from a guy you didn't really know in the movie. Th- I'm trying to think of any memories I have from the mall as a kid. That's one time. And the that... only one I can think of is when we got caught stealing from like Spencer's gifts or yeah. whatever was like pre Spencer's gifts. Fucking and... Square was working at Spencer's. Who cared if you stole? We used to steal from. Yeah, there, like, just, was a fucking. Yeah, there was a yeah. war on, and no one, no one. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> you needed fucking spare pewter. Yeah, or some the dude shit. like encouraged it. He didn't give a shit. We stole so many fucking dragon necklaces and shit from there all the time. <laughs> that's why there was the entire wall of bullshit necklaces that were just unsecured yeah. it was like the whole thing was there to be stolen just try it on um, put it underneath boom yeah but uh yeah that's a, that's that's as much as i can remember about being at the mall as a kid well see alfred burke would like you to know that he does have although he does have a lot of good memories of this place it is dying a slow painful death most of the stores are closed and more plan on clothes so everybody's an expert i love mall commenters because everyone has the inside scoop <laughs> everyone's a real estate bro uh, if i know i heard conventional wisdom told me i heard of the grapevine that more plan on closing by the end of the year it has an, more in common with an old abandoned mining town with its closed down storefronts than an what? actual... Mall. okay. It's okay, man. 
uh, Bruce Stump, who is also uh, who has I love PBS and Vietnam era veteran uh, photo on his uh, Facebook, which is oh seems to be in uh, cross purposes. Yeah, uh, it's dead. I I just can't cope. Food court of what? It's dead. I just can't cope. You were in Vietnam. <laughs> You're talking about a mall not having stores. What the fuck? That's my favorite part. It's I dead. I, I can't cope. You know, what I, I was at Da Nang and I watched someone get fucking blown into bits. I actually ingested I inside of somebody's head because it fucking I, splattered me. I watched a seven-year-old throw a yes. grenade into a group of wounded soldiers and get shot. And yet somehow yes. the fact that Walden Books closed nine years ago, I can't deal. I shot a woman right in the stomach because she. Uh, I thought she had a, a grenade, but it turned out to be an apple. It was a baby. It was it fine. Was it's whatever. What? You know, barely human. Yeah, it's, it's whatever. You know, uh, I was at fucking. You know, I shot. <laughs> I shot a guy, and uh, and it was. Uh, you know, it was it, Vietnam was just a crazy place, but it's nothing compared to the uh, decline and, and fall of the Berkshire Mall. <laughs> I it's dead. I I I just can't cope. I've seen a lot of shit. I've been in the shit. All right. I was. My unit was pinned down. By a Vietnamese sniper for three days, and we almost starved to death as each of us got picked off one by one until we finally came uh, uh, came alongside <laughs> her and killed her. And then it was up to one of us to finally kill her. I'm talking about the end of Full Metal Jacket. I can't think of it. Yeah, it's good. Um, but I automatically went to there's that story in uh, <clears throat> where was it in World War One where snipers started to pick people off. And one guy was screaming, and they kept, like, they kept sending people out because he was screaming, and one guy, and they would keep getting killed, and one guy finally got to him, and he's like, no, 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 don't say, I'm not gonna live, go back, why are you sending people, I'm sorry, and so, after the sun went down, <laughs> I can't even laughing about this, <laughs> they go out to get him, and they he's dead, but he died with his full fist shoved in his mouth. He put his entire fist in his mouth to stop himself from screaming, just so nobody else would come out and try and oh get him. It's God. Like, it is among the darkest stories. It's unfucking believable. <laughs> fucking really bad. That was bad. So, yeah, as, we both went to spots. That was bad as this one, though. I've been through a lot of shit, man. <laughs> I've been through. I've been in Denang. <laughs> I watched my friend. I, I we had a Christmas party and it and it was hit by a mortar, and there's a lot of shit going down. We didn't know the tent seemed like it was going to be quiet, but it wasn't. <laughs> I watched my. We had a we had a guard dog that got poisoned, and uh, but it's not Vietnam's nothing compared to the closing of the Berkshire Mall. It's dead. I just can't cope. Food cart of three outlets, Best Buy gone, a bunch of small trinket places, and that's it. I'm picturing him screaming this into a wind-up phone. <laughs> that time we lost communication with headquarters, and we ended up having to eat, eat our dead to survive. That time we were forced to count our bullets because we were so low on ammunition. And we, <sighs> we saw waves of Charlie coming, we raised our hands, and uh, I passed out. <coughs> <laughs> wow. I like the Vietnam music. <laughs> yeah, that was uh high quality. <laughs> I love that he's a Vietnam veteran. Um anyway, uh yeah, that's about it for Berkshire Mall as far as the bad Damn. ones go. 
Um, Damn, I, I, real good. I could, actually, I could read. Uh, I could read one. Yeah, yeah you know what? That's. Uh, no, I can't. I, oh, those are all the fucking same. Everyone's like, I not much, not much left to it anymore. I'm only 23 years old, and I remember going there as a kid, and there were all kinds of places in there. Not sure what happened with all of them, but overall, I like going there still. And it's very cool how they have stuff for the kids, like being able to meet Ninja Turtle and all them characters. Oh. Oh. My girlfriend's five year old. <laughs> oh. My girlfriend's five year old absolutely loved it. And it was so nice to see them happy and thrilled. Dude, that's girlfriend's kid. That's the actual guy. That the that's guy. the actual rational actor Jake right Burdick. there. It's wild. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Flashback. <laughs> Holy fuck, there's no more Hot Dog Charlies. Hot Dog Charlies hot dog isn't Charlie's there anymore. Is closed. No more Charlie, no more Hot Dog the Charlies. The subway here used to have such fresh ingredients. And now, last time I went, it was, it was the worst experience, food experience I've ever had. And now, Taco Bell is nothing but teenagers staring at their phones. They used to care about their food. No, they didn't! It's Taco Bell! They never cared about their food! What are you talking about?! Look, this is fucking war, man. This is Vietnam. Oh, wow. Jesus Christ. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. So, um. Wow. All right. Well, um, damn. Okay. Well, I've got, uh, <laughs> we can go one or two ways. Uh, we've been going for a while here, pal. We can go one or two ways and go dirty misconnections, or we can go questions. Why don't we do one of each? Right. Well, I've got a... F- why, why choose when you can do both? All right. Uh, it's true, you know, and that uh, that speaks to this uh, question. Actually, I, fuck it. Let's do two of each. What the uh, hell? I'm, I'm I'm feeling wild tonight. I Andrew, I uh, I don't know how to tell you this. Um, We've known each other a long time, right? <laughs> Ten years? <laughs> Actually, it must be quite a bit longer than that at yeah, this point. Yeah, we know each other a long time, and uh, I feel comfortable in uh, telling you what I'm about to tell you. I uh, I miss falling asleep with you inside me. <laughs> oh, wow. You and me both. <laughs> I miss falling asleep with you inside me, pal. That's not a thing that people do. That's like, people get mad when you do that. Yeah, I, I'm not long enough to do that. Unless I'm laying on top, and who wants to, who would, could ever fall asleep with me on top of them? That's just, that's like falling asleep with like a fucking, rock, like a rucksack full of combat <laughs> gear on top of you, or a big sack of potatoes. You know what, though? We had to do that at Hill 234. That's true. It's nothing compared to fucking... Falling asleep. <laughs> you know, the worst part of being in Da Nang was uh, fall, having to fall asleep with the and being inside each other for warmth because it does get it got cold in Vietnam for some weird reason. That was weird. Um, we were in Korea. We didn't know. Didn't yeah, know. we was marched way north, and we're like, I'm, just, you know, McCarthy rules. Uh, I, whatever. Um, uh, <laughs> I miss falling asleep with you inside me, Andrew. The excitement of waking up and realizing you were still in there hours later. What? what? The excitement. You must have not have much excitement in your life. If you're, imagine if you woke up and you realized your boyfriend was still inside <clears throat> you. What are you doing? It's been far, like the sun's coming up. Get Gosh, out. You shouldn't even be in this fucking building, let alone in my vagina. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. In my our ass. You know, it's fine. Or whatever. As if we were attached. Oh, my God. I would love rubbing my hands all over your smooth black skin. I remember I would happily obey any command you barked at me. (laughs) 
cool. <laughs> really sounds like an awesome dude. I'm going to, uh, so tonight I got a special night plan for, uh, for everybody. Well, just for you. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to drill you hard, but then I'm going to fall asleep while still inside you. And then, uh, you're going to be thrilled to discover that after hours of being asleep, I'm still in there. So when you wake up, hope that's chill. Yeah, you're going to be excited. It's like as if we were attached. <laughs> and then, uh, then you'd love. Then you'd rub your hands all over my smooth black skin, not realizing that I'm, I'm fucking very sick, and I'm usually a white person. Um, well. Wow! Yeah, I, I have this skin wow. really bad skin condition, and I'm I'm actually a Caucasian, but my skin is t- turned a color. Um, I remember, and then I would bark commands at you like, uh, "Where's my Where's uh, the double whopper from Burger King?" <laughs> <laughs> I am from a long night of fucking. I'm I am famished. I would love a double whopper, no tomato, no onion, uh, from Burger King. Hint, hint. You may have to take the bus there, but, um, so where did you go? My car's got a boot on it. My car's got a boot on it. And, uh, <clears throat> damn if I'm going to, I'm going to, I know a guy who can just break it. Cool. <laughs> so, uh, so where did you go? What did I do? I miss you and I love you. You are the perfect man. Please take me back. I need to touch you. Oh, Jesus. I need you inside of me one more time, please. Just once. Well, one more time is like a seven-hour excursion. It sounds like. Yeah, that's true. There's not just Damon from <laughs> Damon from it's full on tantric. I didn't say that the name of the uh, the it is full. It's like it's like scam trick because it's like they fuck and then she falls asleep and he's like, oh, he goes so long. He was inside me for seven hours and they're like, oh, damn, well, that must have been amazing. You must have had like ten orgasms. And she's like, well, we fell asleep at like ten thirty. I kind of fell asleep. Yeah, we. <laughs> We fell, asleep, we fell asleep watching MASH, and his cock was still inside me when I woke up. Um, <laughs> I fell asleep to the uh, the, the languid, languid tones of Jamie Farr. Um, uh, the name of that one was Damon from Cohoes. So Damon of, from Cohoes, if you're out Jesus, there. Jesus, all right. Someone's looking for you. Now, this is, uh, I will always go to I, and I miss you one. Uh, Lisa, I miss you. Uh, male for woman. Uh, this guy is 50 years old. It's been 10 years, rarely... It's been 10 years. What oh, the fuck? God. Rarely does a day go by without a memory of you. Came to your place about three years ago to say hello. It was great. You still look amazing through that... Those bars and the screen door that you didn't open because you were like, why the... F- <laughs> it's been seven fucking years. Why are you here? I have a kid. And- it's so cute how you yell, I'm going to call the cops. Yeah. It's great. And before the colony cops were to arrive, I, I left. Uh, I used to say hi once in a while, but you changed your email and I lost your address. <laughs> I'd love to say hello again, even just for the smile. Let's see, that's sweet. He didn't say anything dirty. He didn't say, I miss how you taste... Which is what some guys do. Ugh. I miss how you taste. No, you, I mean, do you remember? All right. <clears throat> if I remember correctly, we went jogging uh, and played uh, three games of uh, pickup basketball before we made love that day. Did you really liked how I taste? Yeah, I could have tasted it was, better. Uh, like, like Newports. <laughs> <laughs> I, taste, I taste like Newports and like, uh, 
like an old like an old dog you know <laughs> like an old dog. You know, like an old dog just has kind of a, like an, a, an ever-present smell it's got a funk yeah, to yeah it. i just smell like a pack of newports and an old dog but I could have, I could have spruced up. But you're like, no, I miss how you taste. And I'm like, okay, no. I mean, I don't you dare, don't you dare wash. That's my kink. Okay, that's my made up kink. I can talk about on Tumblr. Don't you dare wash, oh, Andrew. God, <laughs> remember when we were in Vietnam and you didn't, little bit. and we didn't wash for like a long time. A and then we would we would go see prostitutes, and they would ask us. I blocked most of this out. Yeah, and then they would ask us to wash, and I'd be like, "Don't you fucking dare wash!" No, uh, no. And I'd be like, "Like, don't you dare wash!" Like, honey, just stay right here. Extra boom boom. If I don't wash, and they're like, "Cool." And then we drank beer, and a bomb went off. Remember that? <laughs> Remember when they dropped that Agent Orange on us? And we were, I, I remember as a joke, I, I, I opened my mouth like I was catching snowflakes. Now I'm all fucked up. <laughs> there we go. Remember as a joke, I closed the Kmart at the Berkshire Mall. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoops. Remember as a joke, I... Uh, what is happening now? <laughs> remember as a joke, when we got back into the world, we opened up that mom and pop shop and we opened up that gas station together. We were sold fresh baked bread, and we listened. We just those days were so effortless. We, Should we have gone to war? Maybe that's what we fucked up. And I, I kept getting, I, I got real itchy after that Agent Orange attack, and I couldn't pump gas no more. Man, I love sixties music, dude. Anyway, Jesus Christ, what, what, that would be a great soundtrack to Andrew and Hans's. Uh, That'd be really good. Gas station. You know, be like, oh yeah, you know, hey, hey, you can, hey, dude, it's totally cool. Hey, you can't, you can't swing it this week. We'll give you a free tank full. We know you. We know that you know good things come to people, and uh, you know we just ran. It's basically a gas station run on <laughs> Karma, which is totally awesome until the tax man came. Uh, All right, whoever whoever writes movies, you can write this thing. This, great. Sounds, this sounds like something I'd watch. Great buddy movie, <laughs> Karma, the Karma gas station, and that have. <laughs> And the soundtrack has to be all Mungo. <laughs> the soundtrack has to be all Mungo Jerry or I'm off the project. I don't care how much it costs. If Fido de la Pata, oh, wow. the, the sole remain, remaining member of Mungo Jerry, Fido de la Pata, gets fucking some royalties off our movie, I'll be very get happy. Some pay. He's like fucking laying in, on a bench in some strip mall and somebody comes by with a check for $800. He's like, holy shit. <laughs> anyway Alright <clears throat> Which place is more fucked up Troy or Schenectady We all know about Troy Corps What would Schenectady Corps sound like Oh This is signed Pat Riley for President 2020 uh, Pat Riley uh, used to live in Schenectady So that's, that's uh, where he gets his edge from Interesting I did not know Schenectady that. Corps was a thing They used to play at the Rotterdam Boys and Girls Club And it sounded like bad metal Played through uh, crate combo amps By people in Pullover hoodies and big jeans. Uh, hmm. I would have assumed it would be teenagers playing like punk ska. <clears throat> well, that too, actually. No, that was more of a, like a Columbia County thing because the kids with all the kids with money yeah. played ska, but all like the real, like the real dirt bag. Like when you see like a person that you know is like a dirt bag, and they they are they're calling people from Schenectady a dirt bag. 
Like, you know that those dirt bags are way worse. Yep. Yep. That's pretty much what it sounds like. It sounds like a lot of effects pedals, but like, oh, hell like yeah. D, absolutely. But, not, but like DOD, like Rock Tech, or like one of those like all in one, like. Yeah, they're all made of like plastic yeah. and yeah, like Zoom pedals or some shit. Like they bought them all at the <clears> same <throat> time, you know, and they have like, yeah, really. And they have like a pedal board, maybe, you know. And the type of dudes who get awful. <laughs> love the type of dude who gets really mad at one of his pedals and just keeps kicking it and knocks the whole chain out of whack. <laughs> My favorite part. Like, God damn it. This is his big part. You know, oh, that's the AB switch, pal. You don't want to do that. Um, yeah, which place is more fucked up? Uh, Schenectady still. Because Schenectady's yeah, really nice, but right outside of it is a place called Albany Street, which is an actual, like, whole crack den area where there's like, like legitimate people just dead on the street it's really bad yeah there it's weird because for all right so for anyone who has never been there which i'd imagine is most people listening um you drive out of <clears throat> we'll take a little we'll take a little road trip you're in downtown albany it's nice ish you know like from an architectural perspective it's interesting um, you start driving down Central Avenue, it gets less interesting. Uh, what are we listening to in the... Yeah, you got a little, <laughs> stereo. We got a little Mongo Jerry going. Hope that's okay. So, it gets in Central Avenue progressively worse and weirder. And you pass through... It's fascinating because Central Avenue, you, pi- you pass through every type of blight. Like... You have straight up urban blight where it's just like like guys on crack falling to the street and like fucking like hookers walking around and when like straight up like the classic death wish blight. Um, <laughs> yes. But then you keep going and you get into like kind of rural blight. You know, it's like it, it's still uh, still an urban area, but it's. It's like guys who huff Freon and, uh, <laughs> you know, like it, it has a real meth vibe. Oh, yeah. As you, there's like a lot of schools that are empty as you uh, as you go. <laughs> a lot of empty and then of schools. You, yeah. A lot of schools that have been get, turned into churches. Uh, churches, if you're lucky, <laughs> yeah. you know, like most of them are just nothing. And then you get to Schenectady and it's it becomes a kind of a suburban blight for a second. It's like, it's, you could tell the area was maybe upwardly mobile for a minute and is not now. And nobody's kind of letting that go. Like there's a new building, but it's a new Walmart, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not that nice. Um, and then you get into Schenectady and it's weird. There's about a half a mile of Schenectady that is just a straight up like favela on a hill. <laughs> now, at the top of the hill is a hospital, so if you yeah. get stabbed, you go up yeah. there, but, like, it's 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 rough. And then you get downtown Schenectady, which, uh, just like Albany, is, like, shitty but architecturally interesting, and then and that's it. That's You're it. out. Yeah. It's wild. It's great. Yeah, it's, uh... It's, I, it's, if you want to take a tour... Like, the only thing missing is a full-on Indian reservation. <laughs> like, that's it. Everything else is represented. Yeah, it'd be, and you could uh, watch Billy Jack defend his people. They did build a yeah. casino... Because Schenectady doesn't have enough that's trouble. That's true. Fuck, that's we true. Have, All right, so we're getting the next there. Next time you come up, we're going to the casino, and we're going to... We really should. I'm super down for that. I'm coming up... Um, we booked a, a trip for, like, June or July, Beautiful. so I'll be up there for that for, like, a week, but I'm sure I'll be up yes, before that. Yes, we're going to the casino. We're going to blow a thousand bucks. We're going to... What if we Sounds hit, good. What if we hit it big? It'd be we great. Start. What if we had our own, like, casino review show? Yeah, we, we could totally do that. Casino reviews. We could be the pen and teller of uh, of Schenectady's <laughs> shitty casino. Which one of us doesn't talk? 
I, I don't know. No, we could just do like a thing where we just like we go there and we take video and we just talk about it after. That sounds great. Yeah. That was like a casino review thing. <laughs> we just review the casino week over week. Well, this is our latest well, review for the casino. It's better than last so week. We were there. We just want to talk. And if you miss, like you can't make it. We can't make it to the Wilkes-Barre Hard Rock Cafe. We just be like, well, we just want to. This is part two of our uh, Schenectady Rivers Casino uh, excursion because we feel like it didn't do it justice. Uh, and we uh, wanted to give it another try. If we hit it big, why don't we just start a foundation? <clears throat> That's a great idea. Start a foundation for wayward youth. Um, can you guys... start a foundation to get stores into the fucking Berkshire Mall? <clears throat> I'm trying to think of. Uh... Let's see here. Uh... Well, digging deep uh, here. That's nice. Some of these aren't very good. Um, can you guys recall? Uh, I don't want to talk about punk. Like, like really ever. Um, although the, I would love to market, start marketing punk coffins. I think that would be the best thing ever. <laughs> the picture you sent me the other day, I was rolling. Yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun coffin to make. with fucking descendant sticker on coffin it. covered with yeah descendant stickers and fucking AFI stickers and shit. I down, I talked, I down talked to the descendants the other day online. And I got, how'd that go? Not great. Albany loves the descendants, man. Why? Like, why? Why did you find yourself in that quagmire, though? Like, that's one of those things where, like, there was a, you know, you're about to have an onslaught of people who read at a fourth grade level, like, telling you you're gay for not liking a band that is bad. You know, it's it's why it's now because it it, it bore fruit and, and uh, it was fine. And I uh, sometimes I say things knowing that it's going to get a rise out of people. People are going to catch actual feelings about that. Like Black Sabbath is one of my favorite bands of all time. Like, the best. I think they're fucking great. So good. But I can admit that they're uh, at times boring. And they aren't very good sometimes. Um, but they have some something about them I like. And that's, you know, that's pretty much how the descendants uh, are. To some people, I guess. <laughs> you can't say they're good. <laughs> to some humans. You can't just say they can't say they're good. You can't. Well, I was actually thinking about this a couple days ago. Because, uh, all right, so we talk a lot of shit. Yeah. So what is, now that we've talked 150 episodes worth of shit, yeah. what is the album that you would be most likely to shit on, but actually deep down are like, oh, fuck, I actually really like this a lot. Fugazi. Like, for whatever reason, like, it was just something you listened to as a kid or some shit, but, like, uh, what what do you got Fugazi there? Fugazi 13 songs. Interesting. I... Interesting. I... <laughs> It's not, it's not good, but I love it. <laughs> like it's not that good. I could say that about Embrace. Uh, I actually think Embrace actually sucks. Like, it, like Fugazi, like yeah, I'll put it on. Like yeah, this is yeah. all right. Cool. I'd say Embrace is actually just a bad band. Yeah, yeah. Embrace wasn't very good at all. Uh, Fugazi's good. Uh, that this that that's the lyrics about something about the earnesty of people. I forgot how like in the nineties. You think people are like politically correct and in your face now? But people have the buffer zone of social media to protect them, like to protect everybody. It's like everybody's talking with like, f like, like fucking foam over their mouth. But people would actually like, <laughs> people are so fucking earnest back then. 1990, people are so politically earnest and they would get in your face about everything. And in the lyrics would just be so fucking political and 
honest and earnest and oh, there's bandit and like honest would be used as an adjective to describe music. Oh, they're so honest. Oh yeah. Oh, people loved calling things honest. Oh, it's Holy so shit. Refreshingly honest. Ugh. Like read any maximum rock and roll review from back then and be like a breath of fresh air. <laughs> so, yeah, every band is a breath, breath of fresh, fresh air. air. Oh, so you. honest. Uh pissed off. You know? Oh, pissed pissed as hell. You know, Maryland hardcore. Breath of fresh air. So honest. And then you listen to it and it sounds like three dollars to fucking fucking I don't know, red dick records. <laughs> I love red dick records putting out the new uh, degeneracy seven inch red dick records. Yeah, real good. <laughs> Yeah, I went. Well, the reason I asked this is because I uh, I bought a Sonos system for my house, which is cool because I like being able to walk around my house and hear music everywhere. It's great. But uh, I started to play a bunch of just, like random shit in uh, in my fucking collection, and I I came to terms with the fact that oh okay, I just made a robot talk. I don't I, every episode now I make one of these fucking robots talk um, <laughs> that I. I really like that fucking Screeching Weasel record, Anthem for New Tomorrow. <laughs> I really like it. It's a really good record. It's obnoxious. It's, uh, I don't want to like it, but I do. It's just one of those things from my childhood that I'm like, yeah, this stuck with me. All right, cool. Uh, do you want me to read one more? It's kind of a heavy one. But, yeah, uh, go for it. Hans, I was recently diagnosed with an anxiety disorder. Congratulations. Liar. Congratulations. <laughs> this is the episode where I just start Ooh, to like liar. proclaim that mental illness yeah. doesn't the exist. Next one, it's gonna be fun. Just just work out. Buckle up because the next hundred and fifty are gonna be insulting as fuck. It's oh, Trump's world now. I occasionally want to take to social media and post about it in moments of isolation loneliness, but I'm often glad I didn't. Very good. You're already learning and you're already in a much better place. That said, I really admire your openness with bipolar. And want to know if you ever second guess being so open about it. <clears throat> and then they uh immediately apologize for asking me that question <laughs> i don't ask that in a patronizing or infantilizing okay. way just legitimately curious thanks well thank you uh no i <clears throat> i don't second guess it for a minute uh it is what it is and if anything it explains why sometimes i fucking drop off the grid for two weeks or andrew sees me on instagram in a fucking motel room in virginia and he's like what the fuck is going on here oh fuck yeah i was i was i was very i was uh I was touched that you were so worried. You're like, okay, you're about to walk into the ocean and never come back. <laughs> better fucking check in here. <laughs> He's watching cartoons in a motel room. What's going on here? <laughs> uh, yeah, I do occasionally check in and out. Um, but, you know, I will tell you that it's actually poignant that we do our 150th episode. Uh, and I'll talk about this because it's um, uh, this has helped me an awful lot. Uh, when I When Andrew met me, I was a mess. Go back to the first episode and listen, and I am a certifiable mess. And now I'm cool. Like this has been extremely cathartic for me, getting all of my shit out, good, bad, and otherwise. And uh, I look forward to uh, just being uh, open and honest about everything that's wrong with me. And I still struggle with, because it's we have to realize it's like any disease. It's something you probably have to take pills for, and it's something you're going to have for the rest of your life. It's, a, term, it's a, a terminal illness in a way, because you'll have it right up until your last breath. And okay. Then once you're okay with that, once you get okay with that, then you can talk about it freely. It's like, yes, I have cancer that happens to take 70, 79 years to fucking kill me, but it doesn't really kill me. I just happen to die. You know, it's like Liberace when he ignored the fact he had HIV. Well, maybe not like that. Never mind. 
<laughs> extreme fucking uh, parallel draw. Yeah, wait, wait a minute, not like that. But um, <clears throat> then you just uh, you just roll with it. It's not going to always be good, but it's not always going to be bad, and you're going to be okay. And uh, the alternative is a life of doubt and a sexless life of doubt and misery. And you eventually find some job you fucking hate. And then you turn around and you're 50 and you did nothing. And then that's the real reason to be depressed, not because you're bipolar. So your call. It's it's interesting. I wonder if there's a difference between talking about it like I'm bipolar and I go on Instagram or Facebook or some shit and I just open a vein. Or is there a difference between that and a situation like this where in a lot of ways you're doing the same thing, but it's different in that you're like you're greenlit to do it. Like Mm. it's it's a forum that people seek out as opposed to like I'm just taking this thing and I'm just putting it out there and whoever reads it reads it. I wonder if that's different. I I don't know. I I have no I have no answer. I don't know. I think it's different in that. uh, If I were just take on take to Facebook right now and be like. Oh, I fucking had it, and you know, fuck this, blah blah blah, and have like a real poor impulse control moment. That would be mm-hmm. like part of the that would be the attention seeking portion of bipolar, which I've pretty much gotten under control. Um, and that's sort of different than this, which is like what like you said. It's sort of like I'm greenlit to do this. I'm prompted to do this, and I don't always have to talk about it. But if I were to take, that's like. That, I mean, airing your fucking deep grievances about your uh, deeply personal mental health issues is like the new form of cutting yourself. Uh, on fa- like on Facebook, that's like the new form of cutting yourself. You're looking for yeah, attention. Yeah, it's, it's like it's 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 imposed on whoever happens to pass by yeah. it. It's, it's it's like it's just standing on the street corner screaming. Because before it, the it's, internet, it's interesting. Before the internet, like if I was feeling if I was feeling someone, and then like out of the corner of my eye, I see that they have a ton of self harm scars. I'd make like the uh, emoji, you know, (laughs) but now when somebody posts something like that, I can make the uh, emoji and, uh, so it's basically the same thing, but now nobody's cutting themselves, but actually everybody's cutting themselves. That's world's really fucked up. The world is, the world's wild ass. It's, it's pretty nuts. (laughs) Um, Not getting any better as a people. We just, we just have the ability to make Jetsons porn. That's pretty much all I've just. That's, what I, <laughs> that's all right. That's an improvement. That's great. Um, now there was something I forget. I was reading. I think it was. Uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna credit the wrong thing, so I won't do it. But uh, they were talking about like the best way to uh, help veterans through PTSD, and you know, there's like a million programs, million whatever. Like the success rate is like fucking five percent for all of right. it. And the most effective thing is like, oh, just let them talk. Yeah. Like, just ask questions and oh, let God, them yeah. talk. Like, that's the whole thing. No, like, when you come back after blowing the top of the kid's head off, <laughs> and then you go to the mall and everything's closed, yeah. and no one allows you to talk about blowing the top of the kid's head off, and you just don't do it. It's, it's pretty interesting. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, it's like I used to find stuff like this hard to talk about. Like, listen to episode 10. It's like, I'm in, I'm in hell. Oof. Oof, my I'm God. in hell. Like, Gabrielle was feeding me wine. Like, I, I was, I had just come back from the desert and she had a gallon of water. I was like, it was like hell. I couldn't, because I had never really even broached his, like, you know, I never even really talked about it to myself. It was just so horrible, like, terrible, you know, like a terrible life choice, whatever. And then, uh, now I get to talk about whatever. It's great. You know, it, 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 it helped me. It aided my uh, advancement as a, as a man, as a human. 
and uh, you know, don't give up the ship, I guess, or whatever. Or, or go start a podcast. Blow, go blow your brains out. You know, that's that's the beauty of life. That's the beauty of living in a free. <laughs> it's that's the beauty, beauty of living in a free country. You know, you can go Bud Dwyer, or you can go Don <laughs> Henley. Whatever you want to do. Wow, those are two wild extremes. Yeah, that's that's it. Or fucking, right. you know, uh, we're fucking listen to Billy Joel's uh, Second Wind over and over again, which is a great song. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So this has been 150. Yeah. And we're actually, we're talking about uh, old episodes. We're talking about talking and shit. So this brought me to something I've been, I've been having a a massive struggle Uh-oh. over the past like a couple weeks no um so i when i was in california i i was trying to meet up with a friend of mine who uh who moved out there and we could never like make it work it was one of those fucking annoying things where like i didn't tell him i was coming until it was too late and then he had some bullshit you know so whatever uh and i was in my hotel room and we we're just fucking like shooting a text back and forth oh sorry i'll see you next time whatever catching up as your stupid kid all that shit um, and he's like, oh, you see, you still do your podcast? I'm like, yeah, I still do it. It's like, cool, you've been doing that for like a fucking long time now. Yeah, we have. It's been, it's been neat. It's like, oh, cool. So like a lot of people listen. Yeah, they, they yeah. do. It's a, it's a lot of people listen. It's like a, a, a stupid amount of people listen to this. Yes. Um, and it's like, so like, what's the plan? What do you do? Like a radio show next or something? I'm like, no, <laughs> like there's no plan. This is what it, this is how it goes. This is it. Um, it's like, oh, okay, so what do you, you do? You still like advertising? No. Yeah. No, I don't do that no. either. <laughs> it's like, no, whatever. Um, and whatever. Like, it, it's a, some variant on the conversation we've always had. Yeah. And he hit me with something that I always tell when, when you work for me, I'm always like, is that the best use of your time? Anytime I know it's not, I'm the king of fucking asking employees rhetorical questions. <laughs> um,. <laughs> And this dude fucking turned it around on me and was like, oh, is that the best use of your time? Oh, wow. I was like, oh, fuck. Shit. Uh-oh. All right. Um, and so that was that it put me in a like a weird spot because it is by all means the best use of my time. Like it's it do no matter what I'll say it's second best use of my time during the week because first best use of my time is at my job where I save the fucking planet. <laughs> um no big yep. you can you can thank me later mm-hmm. you can thank me when we're not fucking under a, a polarized cat melt yeah. um but yeah so i started to like i just started to think on it i started to think like all right well what's the deal well how does this work then we're just gonna we're gonna make vietnam jokes till we're fucking 70 i guess we could do that it's kind it's cool it's whatever um and i did the thing where i started to fucking <laughs> like game theory it out okay. all, all my bullshit and I, I came to a few conclusions. I am not going to sell fucking ad space on this podcast. I'm just not going to do it. When I listen to podcasts with people who like, I'm not going to say I know, but like people who I've listened to and like read and like had enough like interaction with and like seen enough that I understand like their base operating. Everybody sounds fucking miserable. 
when they do those fucking ads. Like, it's so fucking sad. Mark and Maron they, they, they just skip through it. Nature Box after interviewing yeah, like, Lewis. I think na- Nature Box, I love it. It's great. Do you? Are you sure? Like, it doesn't sound like you love it. And even if you did, like, don't you love it less for doing uh, this? Like, I can't think of anything in my life that I would want to do an advertisement for that would make me not resent it a little If you bit. listen to Norm so, McDonald's podcast, he does a, a commercial for the Man Grill. You can just feel oh, the years coming off his life <laughs> through his voice. I think that's kind of the same feeling. It's just like, all right, so now what? Now I'm, yeah, now I'm like 48 and I'm doing a, a fucking podcast ad for the man grill. Yeah. Like now, now what? Right. And it's also just like, you know, like advertising fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's so bad. It's so like the model is so, it, the model has been fucked. It's, mm. it's what it is. So. So I'm not doing that. Like, I'm I'm just not fucking around with this. But I also, like, I've been... I still have our Libsyn. Even though we're on Audio Boom. Because I don't... I don't feel like I have agency <laughs> in, in, in the hosting because somebody else does it. And I'm fully convinced because fucking two is one and one is none that they're going to fuck up and we're going to lose everything and have to like start from scratch and, and like all the shit and uh, like using Tumblr and like all these different things. Every, everything's just like a mess. Yeah. So I didn't, I like, I, it, it, it put me in a spot, in a spot, you know, cause like I like these things to, to just work. So, um, I don't, I don't want to fucking like it, selling those t-shirts was like, cool but not that cool (laughs) like it was mostly like a major headache for both of us um so i i kind of came around on the idea of doing a patreon okay um it it, i have i just want to let everybody know that i just thought i for the past next fast five minutes i thought this was andrew telling me he didn't want to do the podcast anymore and i was like purposefully framed it like like, this so you would have a little a little panic you notice i was like (laughs) "Uh uh-huh yeah uh-huh <laughs> like i don't got a lot all right so that worked Thank that was you. good um yeah no purposely uh purposely vague yeah. no i i like i came to terms with it mostly for two very basic reasons every patreon i've ever seen has been like donate five dollars donate ten dollars don't you know every month ten dollars twenty dollars and i think all right so i think subscriptions are cool yeah. because it's like it, it's almost like an investment like it, it, a subscription is like cool because it's like okay you know what i trust everything you're going to do from here on out or most things are enough that i'm going to pre-commit to supporting cool neat my struggle with that has always been that uh well for i'm sorry still for the first thing that it's like five ten twenty dollars and i think like yeah this is still a free show mm-hmm. you know like that that shit is obscene and then I saw one that was like a dollar, two dollars. I'm like, oh shit! So you can actually you can just have a dollar, yeah. Like you you can you can make it small. Okay, interesting. Didn't know that. And then secondly, I found out because the other struggle I had was I do like this the model of subscriptions as opposed to like selling, but uh, we don't do fucking four shows a month we just don't <laughs> it's just not like it's not gonna happen we were good for a let's, while let's count all the things that stopped us from doing a show on tuesday i had a headache and then uh what was it oh 
I, I, I think I, I just I wanted to watch TV. I was just like totally not feeling it. The next day you had a gala for a bank. Yeah. The next day I don't even know what happened. Like you had something yeah. else that just wasn't Same working. Shit. Now here we are days later. Yeah. Uh, like it's it's fucking foolish to commit to four shows a month. And if I start getting paid by subscription, I'm gonna feel compelled to do one good show and three shit shows a month, <laughs> and that sucks. Okay. So now I've found that basically my optimum model exists, which is that people have the ability to give a, a really like minimal amount and that it can also happen per episode. So you actually go on and you say, hey, we released an episode and that's when people get things. So if we don't release one for two months, right. then no one. I like that a lot. Thing. So. Yes. So that's that. Yeah, that brought me there. And uh, so, <laughs> so side story today, as we're getting set up, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to fuck around with that Patreon thing. And I go to Patreon. I click sign up. I put the whole thing in and it just pops up. And I'm like, man, that was a really, it was a very easy sign up process. Yeah. That was awesome. How simple they made that. And then I'm looking at like the page they make and it's like, there's a lot of like things populated. And I'm like, wow, this already knows I'm a podcast. I must have pulled it from the Overnight Drive podcast thing. That's really cool. Like, the the machine learning on this is impressive. And I start to dig through the goals, and I'm like, wow, it's unbelievable. This is, like, really incredible how well it learned. And then I get to, like, the fourth goal. I'm like, oh, no, Hans just had a Patreon already set up because this is already, like, talking about his <laughs> shit in here. Like, this is... I just, I just logged into one that I didn't know existed. Yeah, I did. I did it on a, in a uh, manic whim about a year and a half ago and never used it. Losing my mind. I'm like, how does the computer know all this? This is That's insane. Great. Like, should I be on a VPN? Like, totally. Until I get down to the thing where there was a, a point where I was so convinced that the, like, whatever, the fucking machine learning from uh, from Patreon was good enough that it made a thing that was like, you've reached the golden ring. And I'm like, well, how is this happening? Is this happening? is insane. This is, the future is amazing. Um, <laughs> I, for the record, so I don't even remember doing that. <laughs> so. It's, yeah, I could tell. I could tell. It's <laughs> not your finest work. Um, but so bottom line is that I want to take i i want to sort of take the reins on this a little bit i don't, I don't want to feel like audio boom is gonna fucking crash or go to business and lose our shit yeah. i i don't want to like feel like we've got to log in a tumblr to update our thing i'd like to have i'd like to have a place on the web that is like our spot where our shit is where like people don't have to dig through three different systems to get to our stuff love it or like it like an aggregation, just like a place where if you like this stupid nonsense that we're doing for some reason, because you have a fucking head injury, that you can just go and and do it. And like, just kind of take all this disparate stuff and sort of put it together. So that is what I have in mind. Um, I love it. So I'm, we'll, we'll get the Patreon up in a couple days. It still feels fucking weird. I'm so used to... It'd be like, man, being in fucking punk music really fucked me up for making people pay for things I do. Yeah. Uh, or asking people to pay for things I do. So while I come to terms with that, uh, we'll have that up in a couple days. I want to keep the, the whatever, the numbers very low. Like, I don't want to have anybody fucking 
overextend in any capacity on this. It's like it's foolish. Yeah. Um, but we'll put the link out. Um, we'll we'll drop it in the the show notes on this one if it goes up in time or the next one, whatever. Um, and yeah, and if you guys want to help with the vision of making this maybe just a little more sustainable, I mean the right words, it'll sustain regardless. Just a little cleaner, a little more official. Official, yeah, just like a little safer is the best word I can think of. Like a little, like a little less, like oh fuck, less like, chaotic. Yeah, I feel like it, I feel like if this podcast were an apartment, it's always checking the mail for the pink envelope. Yeah, no, totally. It's just like it's yeah, run like it's yeah, a lot. It's run like uh, very punk rock. We should, uh, as well, and if we're you know we should put our money where our mouth is. If we don't like punk as much as we do, we should make this uh, a little less punk, I guess. Yeah, so that's real. that's the plan. I feel fucking weird. I'm going to drink another glass of wine I after this because this is like stressful no, to talk I about. I love it. I love it. I love um, it. But yeah, I'm not going to do that thing where I say, please support. Like yeah. it's, I, I feel like I'm on stage. Um, if you want to, if that's something you're interested in, we'll send a link and it'd be really cool if you yeah. did. And if you don't, doesn't make a difference. You're still getting a free podcast. I'm going to enjoy. But if we um, brought you joy for these past years... <laughs> Then, you know, toss us a couple bucks a month. Or even not. Whatever. It's fine. It's all good. You know, it's, and you're still working it's cool. Through this, obviously. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to take me. Honest to God, this Patreon will go up and then go down and like go dark like four times. Oh, man. Like the, the early adopters who fucking sign on for this will for sure be like, oh, this is closed down. All your money's refunded like four fucking times. <laughs> uh, so just get get ready for that. Uh, this is a new world for me. And you know what? This is the other thing, too. Welcome to the sound of me being terrified. Like I'm terrified. I'm actually scared to put this what? up. It's like a stupid thing to be scared of. But here we are. Here we are. This is what it is. I I talk too much, too fast. I'm talking with my hands. I'm on a podcast talking with my okay. hands. It's gonna be okay um, now. It will. That it's there's zero stakes. It's fucking. It's a foolish thing to be stressed on. But here we are. That's just how it works. So it'll take me some time to work through this. Um support it if you like it'd be cool if you did uh, uh i won't be mad at you if you don't uh we'll probably come up with you know whatever what are those little bonuses or something for people who uh who jump on i don't actually have any idea what that Definitely. is but we'll uh we'll make oh, it we work can do it yeah we'll, we'll be all right we have we have um, some we have some cutting room floor stuff we have uh some songs we did and never released Oh, shit. All kinds of shit. Wow, damn. All right. You're fucking, you're running after it right now. The scummy fundraiser in me has been activated. (laughs) 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 We're good. All right. Well, that's, that's it. That's my, that's my big fucking, uh, that's my big quitting the podcast fucking monologue for you. Oh, man. I'm so glad you're not. Man, I should have let that drag on longer. Oh, it would have been, I mean, you know, whatever, but it would have been, uh, yeah, it would have been. Sad day, I guess. It would have been dark. It would have been a dark day. All right. <laughs> well, this has been 150. You just listened to me ramble for a minute. Make sure to so sign we'll, up uh, we'll on, on our Patreon. We really uh, thank you a lot. Uh, what the fuckers? Uh, we, <laughs> thank, you for, uh, thank, you for eating, uh, thank you for eating Quaker Oats. It's going to be amazing. Uh, I feel like I, you know when you eat a salad that's not washed and you get sand in your teeth? I just felt like that. Oh, it's terrible. Don't worry about it, pal. It only hurts the first few times. Oh, all right. We'll be back with 151, apparently. Maybe. Maybe I'll quit. No, Fuck it. Don't quit.
All right, let's cue the music. See you next week-ish, maybe. podcast listener my name is vince and i'm the host of a show called the rr show it stands for reddit readings we're going to sit down twice a week and i'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online things like malicious compliance petty revenge hey lady i don't work here oh there's so much more lots of great stories and things you won't believe like the one time uh this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them a mall cop comes in with a taser oh yeah the rest is history it's gonna be fun there's uh well, i don't know i got like 20 seconds left so i don't got much more time to tell you another story but just join me on the rr show it's from evergreen podcast produced in partnership with wessler media so the rr show Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.